Final score tonight is Merrimack 5, Providence 2. Joining us is the head coach of the Warriors, Mark Dennehy. Uh, first of all, Mark, uh, you get your first Hockey East win finally, and it makes it so that you're only a game under 500, so that's got to be important. Yeah, it is, uh, and that gets us to 500 on the season as well. Uh, it was a good win for us. Um, I'm really proud of the way the guys dug deep. Uh, you know, they won most of the battles in the first period. I thought we skated okay, but just weren't – I don't want to say we weren't competing, but – we had our mind not in the right place. You know, we weren't fighting for inside ice. We weren't, uh, uh, you know, competing on draws, which is one of the first indicators. Um, but we were fine. You know, I mean, they got one goal, and it was a power play goal. And, you know, you got to just take a deep breath and say, all right, listen, this is how the game's going to be played. Now we've got to engage. We've got to play that, that style of game. And so for us, as coaches, it's encouraging to see that we can play that game if that's how if that's how it breaks out. So I thought we got really good in the second, and, and I thought we got rever- rewarded for it in the third. The goal that they did score in the first, Brian Pino's goal, the, the officials took a look at it. What were they looking for? I think they were looking for uh, to see if he kicked it in. Um, they thought that it definitely hit his skate, and they thought that he may have, um, uh, there, might have there may have been a, a distinct kick, kicking motion, but there wasn't. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, he's, you know, I really enjoy, <clears throat> I've really enjoyed watching Brian Pino play. You know, he's, uh, we, we recruited him, just comes from a great family, and I'll tell you what, he just kills us. I mean, he's involved. He, he's he's on the score sheet almost every time we play him. He's just that type of player. And, uh, you know, but I was proud of the way we responded to it. Uh, even though we're just down one, we, we, we reeled it back in. So that's what they were looking for. Yeah, I thought that was similar maybe to the Cini goal you guys got at Wisconsin and, you know, looking at that one as well. But second period, uh, uh, you know, just talking with Tyler Irvine, it seemed you guys didn't score in the second, but I thought that that set the stage for what you were able to do in the third period. You can't stop the ball from rolling down the – you can't roll the ball back up to the top of the hill until you stop it from rolling down the hill. And that's what we did. We stopped the ball from rolling down the hill, and then we started to inch it back up. And um, just bit by bit, I mean, it was going to be one of those games where we were going to have to fight for every inch. You know, we weren't going to be making stretch passes. We weren't going to be making tic-tac-toe plays. It wasn't that type of game. Um, so, again, you, you look at guys like Alfie, you look at guys like Hamp, you look at guys like Mark Bayega, Colquist, Lash. They just dug deep. You know, and, and won puck battles. And I was proud of a lot of our guys for how hard they played. Yeah, I mean, as you suggested, it was a very, very different kind of a game from the game, say, at Wisconsin last week that you won 2 to nothing. How important is that for, for you guys to know that you can win different kinds of games? Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's huge. You can't always dictate how the game's going to be played. You know, sometimes the puck's going to be sitting flat, and there's going to be ice and space, and you've got to do something with it. And sometimes it's, it's as I like to say, three yards and a pile of dust. And that was tonight. And uh, we got in the trenches, and, and we won some of those battles. And then it started to turn our way, and we finally got the ball to the top of the hill. And in the third period, it started rolling downhill for us. Yeah. Well, you got three goals from the Gustafson line, really four if you count the empty netter by Tyler Irvine. But you know, every player on that line scores a goal in the third period. Irvine himself, uh, four points, two goals, and two assists. Uh, uh, you know, he's a guy that we've talked before about everything that he does for you defensively and killing penalties. And as a freshman, uh, you know, first of all, what does a freshman have to do to earn the kind of trust, trust that you give him to to put him out there in those situations? Well, he's got a combination of things. First of all, he can really skate. I mean, he hunts pucks. Secondly, he takes great angles on pucks. So, he, you know, he doesn't get overplayed a lot. The puck doesn't go by him much. He's, and, and, and because of his speed, sometimes even if when it does, it, 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 you know, uh, he can catch it. But he's just relentless. I mean, his effort, just things that you can control, right? How hard you work, your effort, your persistence. Um, that, that's what he brings to the table. And now, again, I'm not taking anything away from his skill set. He's got incredible skating ability. 
He's got a real head for the game, but it's those things that that you control that he brings most nights. And uh, you know, I think it's a great lesson for all of our players. It seems like it carries over maybe to other guys as well. I mean, I look at the second goal, the one that ended up putting you guys ahead, and you know, him and, and Ludwig Larson working together. I thought the key to that goal was neither of those guys, you know sat back or you know gave they were relentless like you said didn't give up on it and at any point thinking that well maybe the goaltender's got it maybe the other guy's going to make the play or whatever they kept at it and and that was the only thing that resulted in that goal being scored listen you know it, it's it is second third fourth effort sometimes especially in a hockey east game like that um you know to get the to get two points uh to win the season series those are all positives for us those are things that that uh you can't take away in march so um it's nice to see that we can play as hard as we played tonight. Good to get Hampus Gustafson back, I'm sure, and uh, not only the goal and assist tonight, but you have him out there killing penalties in the third period. You had to kill four more in the third period tonight, but he's out there making big plays with, with the long stick and, and helping you to kill those penalties. You know, he, he came back because he had to take another step before he becomes a pro, and it was using his body, the body that, that God's given him. Um, he, he's so big and strong, using it to his advantage, and you saw it in dribs and drabs through his first three years. You're really seeing it on a game-to-game basis now. I mean, he's a man out there, and he's playing like a man. And I couldn't be happier for him because he very easily could have signed. He could have graduated last year and signed and moved on. But he wanted to get better, and he's he's gotten a lot better. He's been he's been great for us so far this year. Uh, big swing in the, in the third period. You guys had a 3-1 to one lead. Uh, they looked to have scored a goal. It ended up being waved off. First of all, I had thought the original call on the ice was goal. Was that not the case? And then they just confirmed the call? That was not the case. Yeah, they initially called contact with the goaltender, okay. and the video uh, confirmed it. Okay. And then you guys get the goal shortly after that, too. Uh, you know, it could have been a 3-2 game. Instead, it's 4-1. to one. Yep. Hey, but... You know, we had 8.30 left on the clock, I think, and, and or 8.50 left on the clock, and our whole bench was, hey, we've got 8.50 to play no matter what happens here. Let's just, yeah. we've got 8 minutes and 50 seconds to play, so let's just keep focusing on that. So those are positive signs. And that goal, uh, for it's another case of, you know, being relentless, I guess, right? Uh, Michael Babcock working the puck behind the net and eventually, you know, getting it to Crystal Bank for the shot. Yep, again, uh, hard work. We got, it, we got it deep, made him come 200 feet, you get a turnover, find a guy, uh, you know, and then just put the puck on the net no matter what your angle is, you know, he, the only shot that, that doesn't go in, or the only shot that doesn't have a chance of going in is the one that you don't take. And so I thought we took some more shots too, which was helpful. I know you didn't get a lot of power play opportunities again tonight, but your thoughts on the power play? Yeah, I thought we moved it around a little bit. I would have liked to have seen us compete a little bit more in the five on three. I thought we relaxed a little bit, um, and, and because of that, it ended up down our net, down, down our end. Um, and we've got to work, obviously, on zone entry, I think, with the 5-on-3. But we had some pretty good looks, especially 5-on-4. We almost walked in alone, um, made a couple adjustments on the breakout that, that ended up springing a guy. And I think Scenes almost had a tap-in from Sammy at one point, so, or from Chris. So um, did some good things. Didn't get the result we wanted, but um, didn't get many looks either. Yeah. All right, thanks a lot, Mark. We appreciate it. Again, happy Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll see you again in a couple of weeks against UMass Lowell. Yep, thanks, Mike, and, uh, and thanks to all the fans for coming out tonight. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Uh, and to you alums, uh, December 10th, we play uh, Lowell here at home, and we've got our alumni game. So please jump online and sign up. We'd love to see you. All right, sounds great. Thanks again, Mark. Thanks, Mike.